0: are you doing something in your life just because somebody else told you or because you actually went through the logical loopholes to assess, is this important in my life? Is this something I want to add to my repertoire? Is this true for me? Does it actually fit my palate? You are listening to the Limitless Life Cairo podcast. If you are interested in unlocking your body's wisdom and accessing its innate ability to heal, I will be covering all my tips and tricks through working with my clients, as well as my own healing journey of looking to become just a little bit more limitless. Enjoy. I want to share a story about a little bit of wisdom I got at breakfast. And this was with a colleague of mine. He was, if I recall, in his latter like 25, 27 years in practice or something like that. And I had uh, was out at a seminar and we had tons of uh, colleagues of mine. And he was an older gentleman. And he was kind of to himself and he was enjoying breakfast. So I decided to sit down with him and enjoy some time with him. And little did I know, I had one of the most impactful conversations <laughs> that I would have in my life. And one of the things we started talking about was the five branches of philosophy. And he said, people don't look at or understand the correlation between the five branches of philosophy. And I'm not saying this is right or wrong, or this is the way you're supposed to look at them. And this is a awesome method and awesome way to rethink about how you're approaching things in life and how you're moving forward. So the five branches are metaphysics, epistemology, ethics, politics, as well as aesthetics. Now, uh, there is, and this is what he specified to me, which is there's an order to them. And I just stated them in that order for a particular reason. And he said something that's really unique about society right now, and this is what I was taking from the conversation, is that people typically have been utilizing the branches in reverse. And so I'll go through and I'll kind of explain it in its typical format, and then I'll explain it in the reverse. So we start with metaphysics. And metaphysics, and I actually have the definitions pulled up here just because it gets a little bit more complicated once you actually start stepping in and studying. Metaphysics actually deals with the aspects of life or the big whys in life. And it kind of starts from the beginning and really asks the question like, why should I even bother doing this in the first place? Or does life have a point? Or how does this come into play? And I'll read off the exact definition here. Metaphysics, the branch of philosophy that deals with the first principle of things, including abstract concepts such as being, knowing, substance, cause, identity, time, and space. And really how I digest this is essentially it starts with the first question of why is this important? Why are we talking about this? I just had a call with a friend the other day, and we were having the conversation of does God have a personality? And my preceding question was why is that important? And not to say that's not important, it's just we got to ask the question, you know, what's the impact of this? Why is this important? How does this actually apply to the practicalities of life? Following metaphysics is something we call epistemology. This is the theory of knowledge, especially with regards to its methods, validity, and scope. Epistemology is the investigation of what distinguished justified belief from opinion. So justified belief from opinion. So you can think of this as what's your methods around logic? Or what's your methods around coming to a conclusion? There are plenty of forms of logic out there, and I've used, I even had a podcast talking about it, talking about negative logic versus like deductive, inductive, and different forms of logic. And this kind of goes in the epistemology realm of really trying to figure out the difference between things that are objective and subjective and really like defining and creating uh, distinguishable walls so we can kind of understand where we're at. Metaphysics still has some vaguity to it versus epistemology is the process or that processing of getting down and clear on this. Uh, Also keep in mind, like I'm not a philosophy professor by any means. I have studied a lot of this stuff for a lot of years um, and I might be getting this completely wrong. So be mindful of that. Um, This is just my best understanding of it and I'll explain how I've applied it over the time. Uh, Next one is ethics. So the ethics is... Essentially, what is, like the moral behavior and kind of the goods and bads and how you conduct yourself and what you consider right and wrong and a way of life and the way you're proceeding and so that kind of moves into your like own personal standards and ethics of what how you believe you should live your life or how you should believe moving forward. Next one is politics, and he described this basically politics as it's how your ethics interacts with somebody else's ethics. So your personal standards and moralities and ways of what you think is right or wrong and how you come together with another human being and then find that middle ground and conversing and how you politicize or how you work with somebody else to create ethics and standards of having multiple individuals with different types of opinion. And then the last one is the aesthetics, which is the way it's expressed or the way that it is um, conversed or basically the funnel or filter or the way or canvas that it's being painted on and created and how it looks and shows up in the world. And so what's recommended is, and what he stated to me was, it's recommended to follow that exact process. So in metaphysics, we ask the why. Why is this important? Why should I even bother doing this in the first place? And then we utilize logic and what we know to be able to distinguish the whys and understand the whys, and that even feeds back up into metaphysics of trying to understand or create structure to this weird abstract concepts. And then from there, we move into, well, if that's my why— and this is my logic behind it, then this is how I'm going to conduct myself. This is the behaviors that I'll start activating in life and how it actually applies to life. And then how do you take your standards knowing that somebody else is probably gonna have a different opinion and how will you interact with them in that process? And then lastly, the aesthetics, which is how is that going to look in application? What's what's the, and sometimes in chiropractic we refer to it as the art, what's the actual expression of that that will take, what will look like, what's more the nuances and the logistics and more of the nitty gritty. And so I'm going to take, um, I usually use veganism as an example, because this is what came up in the conversation when we were talking about it, is I've come across people who choose veganism. And I ask, you know, like, why do you choose that, right? I'm asking the metaphysical question. Why did you choose veganism? Why is it important to you or vegetarian, right? And I've gotten before where people are just like, well, it's healthy for you, isn't it? And what happens here is people utilize it in the reverse. So they see the aesthetic of something or see the aesthetic of a choice and they take it on, but they don't really have a justified, like logical reason of why they have taken on that behavior in the first place. It's more generalized. It's more vague. And it's because they start with the aesthetic and then they ch- they move with the politics. So they're picking the aesthetic and the way they look in regards to how they interact with others. And then that also starts determining their behavior as an individual. And then typically people taper off by that point. They haven't really con- created a logical reason why or even a like existential reason why they've chosen to do those things. So... As we keep going, instead, let's do it in the reverse. And so I love asking this question to folks of just trying to get down to the why of like whittling through their logic. And it's not to like break them down or make them wrong or right or anything. I'm not really looking to do that. I just wanna understand where they're coming from so I understand how their world operates and how they work. And I get a better understanding of the person. And I like this because I get more connection in life. And really what I'm looking for is to understand people's operating system better so I can understand myself better. And really that's kind of my main goal in life is just understanding myself more and be able to understand and feel and experience myself more. So as I understand others better and the reasons why they choose things, I kind of coincide or parallel it with my own systems and in my internal and ask me, how does that correlate to my why? And how does that come into my why? And does it feel true for me as well? And if not, okay, it's not. Or maybe a part of it's true, or maybe the whole thing is true. Whatever that might be, it comes into this picture of what's going on. So let's approach it from instead, starting from the metaphysics. I might ask somebody, hey, why'd you become a vegan? And they say, really, it's because I see that all life is precious. All life is precious and these living animal lives and all that type of stuff. And I see it that we are more designed as humans, and I'm spitballing this. I'm not a vegan, by the way, but I'm just spitballing this as an example, is I see the world as important and see life as important. And therefore, I don't want to be taken away or adding energy to this idea of taking away animal life or taking from animals is I believe it's more important from a political standpoint as well as a health standpoint to be not consuming animal products. And so from there, I'm like, wow, that's a really good why. And so it's like, what's your logic behind that? Well, my logic is, I see that the intestines is longer and longer intestines is an indication of more of a herbivore type of uh, consumption, not purely, but it's showing signs of a more of a herbivore. We look at our teeth, we have grinders. We have grinders, which is more designed for breaking down vegetables, right? Breaking down fruits and all this type of stuff. And of course, I personally have arguments against this, but I, again, I'm just going to stick with the example. But um, And then from there, so it's like we have this logic of seeing that. And then we say, well, look at the amount of methane production and how it's affecting the earth in regards to the amount of cattle that's available, because um, basically the gas released from cattle is a large contributor to the earth's atmosphere and all this type of stuff. And so then there's like a logical understanding and reasoning behind why they have decided that ideology or decided that concept. And from there, they have discerned that their ethics, the part of it that's important is my ethics is that for me, consuming animals is not something I want in my life and I don't consider it to be a good thing. It actually has a negative effect on the earth and it has a negative effect on my body. And then from there, we move into politics and we say, well, you know, how do I want to impact other people? It's like, well, I want to show up with others and inform them on why I live this life and the reason I live this life because I want others to be a part of this because just from me becoming vegan does not impact the Earth's atmosphere, right? It has an impact on the environment. So then we can look at that aspect of it and we say, okay, this is politically, then I'm on the end of trying to reinforce others to be vegan or something like that. It might look like that. And then the aesthetic is, What type of restaurants are you going to? What types of food are you eating? What types of, right, right? the actual application, what does it look like to be a vegan and how does that actually look on your body and all that type of stuff? What's the actual like grounding aspects of it? Um, And so a lot of companies often will start to match the aesthetics of somebody who is in the same ideology or philosophy. And so also on top of that, we're using those companies, we're using different products. And so that also has an aesthetic or an appeal or look. And, you know, we call that a brand in a company, but it's, it starts to match up and synchronize with that aspect of it. And so I think the biggest thing I want everybody to get away from this concept is start with the why. And I know Simon Sinek wrote a book on this, is really starting with the Why? And I wanted to describe it in a little bit more of a theory-based term as well as going with like, like original philosophy, essentially, and looking at it from that perspective. And I also want you to be mindful of people who are starting from the aesthetic. I always, I usually will follow up. I mean, it's probably not every time, but I usually follow up with a why when somebody has some type of extreme behavior. I'm like, why do you do that? Like, why do you choose to do that? And I'm like, there's something interesting there of why you choose to do that. And so sometimes on, it's not always, but sometimes I get the answer where people don't fully know why. And like, that's okay. And like, step back and is it like, are you doing something in your life just because somebody else told you or because you actually went through the logical loopholes of it to assess, is this important in my life? is this something I want to add to my repertoire? Is this true for me? Does it actually fit my palate? And this kind of again, goes back to that kind of internal thermometer concept of, are you checking in with your internal thermometer instead of your external thermometer? Is the internal thermometer at the same temperature and reading the same temperature as somebody else outside? And so instead of willy nilly accepting anything like, oh, being vegan is healthy, right? And that's a very generalized statement. I don't, know if it's going to be healthy for somebody because if somebody has some type of specialized disease or condition, that doesn't allow um, veganism to be very healthy for them or causes other problems, right? So when we go into, and we can go into the nitty gritty of that and all that type of stuff, but really what I want to get at is where are you coming from when you make decisions in your life? And what's your process to add new things to your repertoire and new things to your philosophy and filter out what's important. So instead of having that unconscious filter, having a very conscious filter and a conscious process of processing things. And this doesn't have to be a long process. It can be particularly quick. But as you get better at this, you get more cleaner in your logic. You start cleaning up your mental space and you start getting more rooted in yourself, more grounded in your own personal philosophy and the way you operate. Thanks for listening. Make sure to leave us a review And comment if you have any questions or topics you want us to hop into, as well as share with any friends that you think it might help. And if you are interested in working with us, feel free to go to www.limitlesschiropractic.org and you can sign up for a free consult just to get familiar with myself and see if you'd like to work with us. Stay Limitless.